Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MikeFChen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten. It is Monday, June 21st, 2021, and I had a pretty interesting weekend. I got a chance to meet a potential or the potential starter for the Michigan Wolverines at quarterback. Got a little bit of intel on the quarterback race heading into the fall. But before I get into that conversation that I had with a certain player, which I'm pretty sure you know who that is, I'm going to get into what was a massive recruiting weekend inside the Big Ten. As I told you earlier in this month, I had a feeling that towards the end of this month, that there was going to be a lot of action on the recruiting side of things. And that's because the dead period had finally been lifted. Teams have been able to get prospects on campus. They have been able to go through a variety of different visits. And it's, you know, two and a half, three weeks in, you know, this is kind of, This is exactly what I expected, exactly what I thought it would be. And the list that I compiled of commitments this weekend is so long. So I'm not going to spend very much time on them because there's a couple other things that I'd like to talk about this morning. And, you know, as we know here, the Big Ten Morning Minutes, we don't like to keep you listening for that long. We want it to be quick hitting uh, and Make sure that you just get all the information that you're looking for. So, with that in mind, Indiana, they grabbed two commitments. One of them was an Ohio player in Isaiah Jones, the linebacker, 6'2", 215 pounds, solid offer list there with Minnesota, Cincinnati, Duke, and Wake Forest. However, the big win this weekend for Tom Allen was him going down to Florida, getting Trayvell Mullen, 5'11", 190-pound cornerback. And this young man, his offer list is exactly what you're looking for. And again, I will continue to say this over and over and over again. Tom Allen and his Indiana staff are building something that's going to be special. Uh, I, I think that special in terms of Indiana football uh, and Mullen is just, you know, another guy, um, you know, they, the whole McCullough family obviously uh, followed their father uh, to Indiana, but I, I don't necessarily think that is because of the fact that their father went there. I think a lot of that has to do with Tom Allen and the culture that he's instilled in Bloomington. And I think that the commitment from Mullen is again another just affirmation of the fact that Indiana's program is headed in the right direction. They are doing some very good things. So although it was not the most commitments, and you're thinking, well, two wasn't the most commitments this weekend? Nope, it wasn't. Although it wasn't the work the most commitments that a program got this weekend, they're pretty solid commitments for the Hoosiers. Iowa guess what? The Hawkeyes have a 2024 commit. Cody Fox, the offensive lineman at 6'4", 265 pounds, committed to the Hawkeyes this weekend. 
Fox is the third player in the 24 class to make a commitment in the country. That is, the 24 class is just getting started, okay? The 24 class, they're rising sophomores. They're, they'll enter this coming fall for their season, having just one year of high school football under their belt. And for Iowa to, A, extend an offer that's committable, which is, you just don't see that very often. Freshmen almost never commit. And to accept that commitment, you have to project to be one of the best players out there. And, you know, Iowa always does a good job, and Kirk Ferentz does a very, very good job of locking up their in-state talent, and that's exactly what they're doing here with Cody Fox. So, uh, you know, we won't hear Fox's name on a roster for a very long time, three years, in fact. However, they've already got their 24 class started and uh, with a very solid prospect in Cody Fox. Maryland got a quarterback, however, not in the 22 class. They got a quarterback in the 23 class in Robert Champ. He committed this weekend after camping at Maryland. Uh, Mike Loxley must have liked what he saw because uh, he made that pledge almost immediately. And again, uh, there's not a lot of guys in the 23 class that are making their commitments. So for Maryland to go out and grab um, Robert Champ Long uh, at 6'2", I'm sorry, at 6 foot 200 pounds, it's a it's it's another interesting commitment, uh, very similar to the Fox one. You know, you just it you have to project these young men uh, far out. And uh, Long's going to have two years of high school left, and we'll see how you know the recruiting goes for him, and if other schools jump on board and try and flip him for Maryland. But uh, either way, it's a it's a nice commitment for them, and he should be, you know a pretty darn good player when it's all said and done. Uh, Michigan State went out to Arizona, grabbed tight end Michael Mansunis, uh, 6'5", 235 pounds. Uh, Mansunis had uh, uh, no other offers right now. But again, this was a, another camp offer. Remember, colleges have not seen these young men in almost 18 months. Getting them on campus, seeing their physicality, seeing what they can do, compared to the other prospects. And you're going to get a few commitments like this. Again, you're looking at, you know, Long did the same thing at Maryland. They fell in love with him. They watched him work out. They had conversations with him. I'm sure they knew about him going into the camps. And then they said, you know what? Let's offer you a scholarship, a committable one, and boom, they took it. So Michigan State grabs tight end Michael Mansonis. Michigan, they also added a couple of players as well into their 22 class. They went to South Carolina and grabbed running back C.J. Stokes, 5'11", 190 pounds. Pretty solid offer list here. Missouri, Vanderbilt, Minnesota, and Penn State. Good, solid player. Again, uh, I will get into this in just a moment with a little bit of intel on the Michigan Wolverine quarterback competition. But skill position players, to me, is 
where they have been lacking. And, you know, when they get guys like, uh, you know, a CJ Stokes that back to back with uh, after a class where they're bringing in five-star Donovan Edwards. Yeah, that's a good start. They got in order for Michigan to compete with the so-called big dogs of the big 10, which, you know, you could probably make an argument that Penn State has jumped them at the current moment just right now, although Penn State had a was very similar bad year. But it's a COVID year. I'm throwing that out, really. Um, Northwestern, uh, Wisconsin. Again, also, Wisconsin, bad COVID year. Oh, weird. Uh, Indiana. Uh, look, in order for Michigan to kind of compete with these schools, they need to upgrade their talent on the perimeter, on the edges. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. And they need to stack multiple classes back to back to back in order to do it. And getting a commitment from Stokes is a good start. What they also like to do is they like to keep the best talent in the state. And they did that with their next commitment in linebacker Aaron Alexander. 6'1", 205 pounds. Again, Alexander didn't have the biggest offer list. A couple of smaller schools, including Eastern Illinois and Marshall, uh, no other Power 5 interest, but again, this was another camp offer. They got a chance to see him face-to-face, got to see him compete against the other campers who were probably fighting for offers as well. They liked Alexander enough to give him an offer, and Alexander didn't want to wait, and I completely understand him not wanting to wait. Made his pledge, boom, there he goes. Uh, Minnesota, they had the biggest biggest weekend in the Big Ten on the recruiting side of things. Four total commits for the Gophers this weekend. P.J. Fleck was doing work. Florida defensive end Jack Pyburn, uh, 6'3", 254 pounds. A good offer list as well here with Georgia Tech and Wake Forest. Uh, They also got another, it was a trio of Florida guys, to be honest with you. Wide receiver Aiden Goosby, uh, 6'2". 285 pounds. He had offers from Illinois, Boston College, and Georgia Tech. And then cornerback Ryland Kelly completes the Florida trio. 6'2", 185 pounds. He had offer from Kansas State and Purdue. And then their final commitment from this past weekend was Tariq Watson, another corner at 5'11", 165 pounds. Uh, He had offers from Purdue and Virginia as well. Yeah, P.J. Fleck. You know, I, I think that uh, Fleck is like the poster boy for going out, getting three stars, coaching them up, and putting them into good positions to be very good players. And that that's his. That's the way he does things. He's done it at Western Michigan. He's doing it now at Minnesota. You know, if Fleck starts getting fours and a couple five stars popping here and there, Man, the program could take a big-time jump. But either way, I think they're doing a very good job with what they get. Again, another school that had a bad COVID year. Again, and I'm not looking at, you know, the perennial Big Ten contenders who had bad years last year as a knock on anything. Uh, I think that when you look at it, there were so many trials and tribulations. But, you know, and Minnesota as well, you know, they – they had issues with special teams all year. They tried to play through COVID uh, 
you know, injuries, quote unquote injuries. You can't see me doing the, the air quotes, but, you know, COVID injuries, meaning that they had, you know, guys who were on the COVID list, couldn't play for two weeks, three weeks, whatever. You know, Big Ten was ugh, terrible with those rules. Yeah, Kevin Warren, that's right. But, uh, I, you know, again, they what they had going into 2020 and then out into 21, I, I think the outlook is the same. I, I, I'm not really taking any schools down a peg. Uh, if they have bad years this year, then I think we can have that conversation. But, you know, last year was just an odd year for college football, especially in the Big Ten, uh, going back and forth with having a season, not having a season, and then having a season again, only, you know, six games compared to other schools, the changing of the qualifications to make the Big Ten championship game. It's, ugh, it was just absolutely terrible. But I digress. Anyways, big weekend for the Gophers. Nebraska had a couple commitments pop as well. Uh, they got in-state defensive end Jake Applegate, uh, 6'4", 210 pounds, uh, only had another Power 5 offer from Minnesota. But again, like I said, Minnesota, they find those three-star diamonds. So that's, uh, that's a, I'd say, a decent commitment uh, for Scott Frost. Uh, Colorado, they also added Colorado athlete Grant Page at 6'3", 190 pounds. This was the guy... Uh, this was their, you know, guy, bigger commitment of the weekend. Uh, Michigan State, Colorado, Wake Forest, Washington State, a fairly solid offer list there for Page. I, I like the size. I wonder what he will actually end up being. Uh, Purdue went over to the east a state and grabbed Ohio tight end Charlie Kendrick at 6'4", 200 pounds. Kendrick had a very solid offer list. Uh, Virginia Tech, Iowa State, Michigan State, Vanderbilt. Again, uh, this was this is a little bit more in line with the kind of recruit that I would like to see Jeff Brom go after. Uh, I've been a little critical about his recruiting recently because he's going after low-hanging fruit. Kenrick is not low-hanging fruit. Kenrick is exactly the type of player that Purdue should be recruiting. A guy that's got good size, projectability, and a decent amount of other Power 5 offers. So uh, I think that this one is a little bit more in line. This commitment of Kenrick is a little bit more in line with where Jeff Brom, you know, the area that Jeff Brom should be recruiting in. So uh, I'm pretty happy with that one. And Purdue fans, you should be happy as well. Uh, Wisconsin is going to end the commitment storm this past weekend uh, as they get legacy in-state offensive tackle Barrett Nelson. At 6'6", 255 pounds, uh, Nelson also held offers from Nebraska and Purdue. And again, uh, you know, Wisconsin, I'm never going to question any guys that Wisconsin is going to take along their offensive line. It really doesn't matter who the coach is, to be honest with you. It's kind of funny. It, it really is, uh, you know. And I, I would, you know, starting with Brett Bielema and, and his tenure. Uh, I, I mean, you could no. It's probably even even further back than that, to be honest with you. Um, so they've just perennially had dudes on the offensive line, and just flowing and flowing and flowing. So uh, I, I'm never going to question a guy that might be ranked lower than he should be. Uh, if 
Wisconsin takes them as an offensive lineman, I'm good with it. I, I really am. It's a it's a solid commitment, and uh, you know, Badger fans should be fairly happy about this one. Great size out of Nelson, and a lot of projectability as well. I got one note on the basketball side of things, but let's get into a little intel that I got this weekend for the Michigan quarterback race. And that will be the fact that I went to a camp this weekend, uh, two days on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, The younger kids were on Saturday, but on Sunday, uh, it was the older group, uh, 23s and 22s and 23s. And so I got a chance to talk to one of their camp counselors. And who was one of these camp counselors? And the the camp that I went to, the Rise and Fire camp, uh, run by uh, quarterback coach Greg Holcomb. And the one of the camp counselors just happened to be J.J. McCarthy, five-star early enrollee. McCarthy's fighting for that number one spot. And I'll tell you what, uh, I've never met J.J. before. I've only heard good things. Uh, I know a lot of uh, parents, he, uh, J- JJ is a, a local guy, went to Nazareth before transferring to IMG uh, for his final season. So I actually know a lot of parents, uh, you know, that have come across JJ. And I always got good reports. And this yesterday confirmed it. Because JJ not only went out of his way to help the top guys at the camp. He also helped the guys that weren't viewed as some of the best players there. That shows you the type of person that McCarthy is, first of all. Not only that, uh, you know, after the camp, he stayed late to help clean up. Wait, what? You're saying such a, a great young man. And look, this is coming from a Buckeye alum, and just getting a chance to talk with JJ, just chatting him up, you know, I asked him a couple questions, you know, we, we talked about, you know, recruiting and, um, you know, some of the things that happened this past cycle with Michigan, and I'm only going to get into, um, you know, I've got a little nugget on what happened with Xavier Worthy, but I, I think that we all know what happened there, that was uh, the clearinghouse at Michigan, What I asked him was, so I, I, you know, and after watching him throw, he's got, oh man, size, arm strength, athletic ability. He's dropped back so unbelievably fast. He's got great footwork, great balance, gets his shoulders square. Very, very impressive prospect. And, you know, the conversation that we had, it revolved around a little bit around, you know, his opportunity, uh, you know, what could happen this fall. And he told me that at the current moment, Cade McNamara is QB1. JJ is QB2 at the current moment. That's going into fall ball. I think the competition, he said that the competition is not close. They haven't obviously made an announcement as to who the starter is, but he's in the competition as a true freshman. He is QB2. 
So, right now, if the season would start, expect Cade McNamara out there. However, that season isn't starting right now. And from what I saw, J.J. McCarthy has all the tools to be a top guy. Uh, go check out my Twitter at Mike F. Chen later on today. I'm going to post a video of McCarthy at the camp doing some wildly athletic things. Oh, man. He's, uh, he's quite the specimen. It, it, what he, uh, you'll have to see it. You'll see it, and you'll be like, whoa, that is, whoa. Okay, you'll see it. Don't worry. You will see it. All right, one note on the basketball side of things before I head off for the morning, and that is Maryland guard Paul Lewis, or should I say ex-Maryland guard Paul Lewis. The 22 guard commit has opened his commitment, so he is decommitting from Maryland. Uh, He's viewed as like a top 175-200 player, so yeah. You know, for Mark Turgeon, this is not the the greatest thing that he liked to hear. This was the only commitment that the Terrapins had in the 22 class. So it looks like they're back to the drawing board. They're going to have to go find somebody else. And uh, it's unfortunate because I think they would have liked to have Lewis in the class. But that is not going to happen. And that will be it. For me today on your Big Ten Morning Minutes, once again, I appreciate the listen. Uh, go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. Rate us, review us, share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a great start to your week, Big Ten fans. I will talk to you tomorrow morning.